This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Pepsi, got some fuel. I like some it. red vines. <laughs> I'm gonna go get in and out after our podcast. So, oh, man. I look nasty. Love some in and out. The in and out's coming to Colorado. Did I you hear know. that. The Springs is getting the first one. Is it Springs? Oh, wow. yep. nice. I read. It's funny that, that they're putting one there. Yeah, well, I think they're putting their distribution center between Centennial and the Springs. So. With a high military presence, too. I mean, they're going to have a lot of business. Oh, yeah. I would think put it in, like put it right in, in Denver. People are coming through. That thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, now, Jim, yeah, they said they're, they're putting a Swenson here in Columbus. What is a Swenson? I, I, so there was a commercial today. <laughs> Twan, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I swear, there was a commercial today that had a couple flying in from Hawaii. They're originally from Akron, and they said they were going straight to Swenson's to have like hot dogs or hamburgers or something. They said the Swenson burger is the thing in in Akron, man. The Swenson really? burger that my I wife goes that. crazy. You talk about Swenson burgers? No way. Yeah. Well, when you're up here, we're going, man. Yeah, I know. I, I've never had one before. I mean, in and out in Swinson's. Yeah. Swinson's. Man, because we had, uh, like, gosh, what, what are the, uh, we had White Castle, but they pulled all those out out from uh, from Akron. Man, I'm Swinson's. <laughs> I got to, I got to try those Swinson burgers. So in and out in Swinson, that's what we need to eat. Sweet. What episode are we on? Good question. Nine, my friends. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> We're yeah. doing it. That's a lot better because we haven't got there yet. <laughs> a lot of shit can go south between now and ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> we just need to get our 23 cents from Martin. Yeah. Well, he said he's going to pay us in Bitcoin today, didn't he? Ooh. I don't know. I'll take yeah. that. I'll take I'll a fraction. It. I'll take a fraction of a coin. Even if it's a fork of a fork of a fork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. We need that money, Martin. We need that money. <laughs> <laughs> We're holding our next episode to ransom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Stick them up. Uh, let me cut this movie down. Mm-hmm. Heard something playing in the background. Anything good? That's the Punisher. Oh. It's the last episode. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is a wholesome family 
podcasts, right? Hey, we're so, able we're able to promote Netflix, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yep. They pay us twenty five cents. It'll <laughs> 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 go straight to our next variant. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, so, speaking of, what do you guys want to do for our next variant? I missed the cutoff for Quantum and Woody. Um, that would have been fun. I'm I'm thinking Shadow Man. That comes out in March, and I think, yes. we, and I I would really like to use that Garbage Pail Kid homage from Terry Gordon. Have I shared it with you guys? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. Uh, yeah. Or Harvey out. when Harvey Harvey Wars Two comes out with June, July. Yeah, and I think we do Harp Harada for that one. Let's so do I'll, it. I'll post those in our. Um, if you right on. Start with an intro. Um. Yeah, Juana. After mm-hmm. you, sir. Hey, hey, hey! It's collecting valiant number nine. We've got a good episode for you today. <laughs> <laughs> we got Justin and Jim talking comic books. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good one, but that's who we rolling with. <laughs> the Fat that's Albert theme. <laughs> Fat <laughs> Albert theme, buddy. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I'm mush mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 collect them value. Thank you for being here. We've got people that actually listen to us. A few. Yeah. And we even cut out the Russians. So... <laughs> Yes, and we still had a few people, so not saying anything bad for Russians. There's good Russians out there. If you're listening, we appreciate you. I'm just saying, it's kind of testy over and decided upon. So I don't know. Start it off before we get off, get derailed here. So, as Jim, or as Jim, as Dwan said, it's episode nine. One more until our, our big giveaway, our big reveal. Um, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, in this episode, we're going to debut uh, some new content. Right, Jim? Absolutely. I think we, we need to bring the data. Let the, uh, let the numbers speak for themselves. Had uh, noticing some trends, and I thought... Uh, might be important to maybe bring a, a new segment to our to our collecting valiant and uh, you know talk monthly numbers. People might be interested in uh, hearing what those might be. And uh, as a as a collector, as as someone who's opening my wallet, I'm uh, curious what <laughs> some of these uh, figures look like. It's good to good to talk and uh, might bring some conversation to, to ask what the heck is Valiant doing. And what's your segment going to be called? JC's Analytics. Dun, dun, dun. Bush, bush, bush. Bush. Billy Bean of Valiant Comics. Mm. There you go. Get those Magnus chops ready. Ready. All right. So what are we dealing with this month? Yeah, we can jump right in if you guys if you guys want to talk numbers. Yeah, let's, let's talk numbers. Let's do it. So when you yeah. say numbers, Jim, are you talking about um, published numbers through Comicron, or are you talking about dollar amount to buy the variants? Yeah, great question. Uh, at this point, I'm more focused on how many titles are being produced a month, how many variants above the 1 in 20, which we generally see uh, the 1 in 50s. There are the 1 in 40s that we see with Eternity. Um, there are there have been the one in sixties, which I think book of uh, uh, book of valiant, the uh, book of death. Um, another one is escaping me. Uh, what secret weapons? I think had a one in twenty, one in one twenty rather. Yeah. Um, so I want to focus on how many uh, how many titles are being released a month, how many titles. Uh, are being produced with a greater than one in fifty, and what those average prices may be, as well as what uh, uh, what a completionist may spend per month for one of everything, and that's including uh, the trades, deluxe editions, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, what someone who says, you know what, 
anything greater than a one in twenty, uh, I, I'm out because these one in fifties and, and greater are just commanding such a, a high price. Uh, what that may mean to the uh, monthly budget. So as I was running some of the numbers, it's kind of staggering to see how the, a lot of this is ramping up. Uh, my goal is is to collect these numbers month to month and actually publish them. I, I want to do a little bit of analytics, and maybe we can uh, publish this uh, web page. Maybe we can uh, feed this data out on our Twitter. Um, yeah, see where this goes. Uh, really, I just, at this point, want to start small and see how it grows. And uh, see what the feedback is. Uh, uh, maybe there's some uh, recommendations, or maybe there's uh, some listener feedback on what uh, what they'd like to uh, to see. And uh, yeah, but I uh, I ran some numbers back. I, I think one of the things that uh, really got me going was the uh, the the amount of of high uh, high ratio variance, namely the one in fifties and greater, and. A uh, little fun fact, dun dun dun, <laughs> for for Valiant, the very first one and fifty ratio variant that was released came out May 2015, or it was in the uh, the May 2015 previews, uh, and I believe that was Book of Death number one, um, huh. and that was that was May 2015 where we only saw one. And for the for the rest of the year of of 2015, uh, we saw May, June, July, August, September, October, and December only one one variant greater than one in 20. November we had three, and then that's when things started trickling up. <laughs> uh, 2016 we saw anywhere between one and six. Uh, 2016 April and May back to back months were were six six titles. With with it, or it, I should I should correct that we had at least six variants that were greater than uh, one in twenty, um, and then the number just kept rising. Uh, this year, January, February, March, uh, January we had four, February three, March three, April four. We jumped up to six in May, June four, July five. August 4, you notice it's not dipping down even below 4 or 3. September was 6, October 6, November 7, and then the uh, December previews released uh, uh, this month, uh, we're looking at 5. So just just to put things in perspective, let me jump back uh, a couple months and and talk about numbers here. So uh, let's just, uh, I, I guess since we'll focus month to month, uh, I'll start with November. So, for example, November uh, 2007, we had seven variants greater than one in 20, and you're looking at 410 bucks. 410 bucks for seven variants. Um, the uh, that month we had Bloodshot, Bloodshot Salvation number five, Eternity number four, Ninja Ninja K number three, Ninjak versus uh, VU. Number one, Quantum Woody. Number two, Secret Weapons. Number zero, and Exo Man of War. Number eleven. So we had seven titles. Of those seven titles, <laughs> we had seven variants greater than one in twenty. Four hundred and ten bucks. Wow. Crazy. Now, for for completionists, you're looking at six hundred and forty dollars. Just just shy of six hundred and forty-one dollars. Now, if and that's if, pre-ordering from DCBS. Yes, using them as an example. Now, there are other uh, online uh, uh, sellers, retailers. Uh, this is using DCBS numbers, okay. which uh, uh, there are a lot of people that uh, that buy because uh, there are the uh, uh, the package deals that they offer. Uh, you can roughly get one of each title, the, the 1A covers, for around 10 bucks, which which is pretty good for you know six, seven, eight titles uh, a month. Uh, that's pretty good if you want to stay on top of uh, you know buying a, a floppy for each title. But if you're if you're a completionist for the November orders, you're looking at 641 bucks. If you say if, if you tell yourself nope, I, I want to stay out of the, uh, the 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 high ratio variant game and uh, stick to everything uh, under uh, the one in twenty and below, 230. Basically, two hundred thirty-one bucks, mm. but that four hundred and ten-dollar figure was staggering. 
Is that the Ninja K metal cover in that? So the Ninja K was two months prior. And oh. yeah, we can run some numbers. I, I don't want to bore people to death with data. But uh, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that Ninja K was what at least 250. I, I've, seen it, <clears throat> I've seen it drop. Uh, to a little over uh, 200. I, I think I've seen uh, uh, 210, 215 might be the cheapest you find. The Ninja K uh, one uh, brushed metals, but yeah, we're, we're looking at the, at these 150s averaging 50 to 60 bucks, and that's going the DCBS route. Wow. Now, and and that's and, and think of it, that's seven titles. Seven each title had. A one in fifty, with the exception of uh, Eternity Four, which is a one in forty. But I, I basically equate those about the same, just because of price value. Every title. Now I, I remember when the high ratio was kind of a celebration. It was typically if you knew knew if you knew a new title was coming out, a number one. Okay, I, I can uh, I can justify a one in fifty, maybe even a one in hundred. But now, like an EXO uh, number eleven. An NJK number three, a Bloodshot Salvation number five. Is it really necessary? I just I, I think that Valiant is pushing everything that they can, and uh, knowing that uh, uh, these high ratio variants are catching uh, catching a lot of uh, attention outside of the Valiant community, uh, I don't see this slowing down. Especially with December uh, previews being released, of the six titles being released, five titles have a greater than one in twenty. And that's going to run you three hundred bucks, staggering. So, so is, do you think it's even a retailer incentive anymore? Uh, you think they're just kind of pandering to the collectors at this point? Because it seemed like when they started off, there was a lower amount of high ratio variants, maybe to inspire the the retailers to to pick up more books. But now, since they're seeing, like you said, um, you know, the higher ratio variants going for a lot of money. Yeah, you know, online or whatnot, that they're they're maybe kind of you know stoking the speculator market. I think you're exactly right, Dwan. I, I think you hit it right on the right on the head. I, I think it is. It's stoking the speculator market. They're they're going to see how how far they can push it. I mean, some of these covers are fantastic. I mean, I um, I, I don't mind, but uh, the, the, certainly the budget does. <laughs> yeah. And we even talked about before how. You know, Dinesh has made a few comments about a seller that we mentioned previously on one of our episodes that, that mm-hmm. have, you know, has a, a nice stock of a lot of the rare valiant books that Dinesh yeah. would even go on Twitter and make a comment about those books. Um, yeah. So I, I can definitely see them, you know, trying to get the attention of the, the collectors more so than the retailers at this point. Well, it makes you and- wonder if, like, you both have mentioned, you know, stoking the speculation with Dinesh chiming in on Twitter. Is he bringing it to light, you know, to other people that follow him and but all good thoughts. That's where I'm just going yeah. with that. That You guys have really hit the nail on the head and is Dinesh. Oh yeah. That fire? And, and some of those books that, uh, that you guys are talking about uh, that Dinesh was commenting, we might want to uh, maybe lay out some of those titles. Um, the one that comes to mind is the the uh, Ninjak versus uh, Valiant Universe number one, the New York Comic Con edition, the uh, um, the, the mystery book that uh, no one has except uh, the seller, and it went for a few hundred, three hundred fifteen. Yeah. Wow! So how did this seller get it? And uh, seemingly no one else was able to attain one. Or maybe it wasn't even possible to attain one. Yeah, and you know, it said in the listing that he asked for it at the New York Comic Con. And I know other people that attended the show that bought tons of stuff and were not able to get it. And so it seems very shady to me. Shady or not, whoever got the book is, is... In my opinion, has a a gem, a very very rare book that, you know, we always talked in the past. My magic number was like 150, 120, and below as far as your print run. You're talking about a book 
where there's only one known cell, I mean, you're sitting on a, a gym, like a, a gold nugget, as far as valiant variants are concerned. Um, you know, I don't know how the book will yeah. read out or whatnot, but that's a that's a that's a book to get because you can't get it anywhere. I mean, we talk about Eternity one and forty, and those suckers are going for two to three hundred dollars a piece raw. Um, I think there was a CGC one that sold for about two fifty or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. Recently, but um, mm. yeah, but um, I mean, you're talking about that Ninja versus the Valiant Universe. That's the book to get. That, that's that's the book to get. Oh I mean, yeah, it's not out there. Let's be honest with each other. It's not out there. Well, I think there are certain books that will command a, a price, a, pretty much an asking price. When I think of the ultra rare, the ultra ultra rare, like the uh, Bloodshot uh, Plat Pink, or uh, with the uh, the Solar, the 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 V1, you know, the the first iteration of Valiant, uh, the Solar Three, or Solar Three, and oh, what was what was the other one? The uh, the Gold Editions. Essentially, uh, what forty four hundred bucks for the pair? I, I think is what what they went for, and it might have been by purchased by Dinesh. I, I don't know that for. Uh, f- I think that might have been speculation. Yeah, I think it was speculation, but I think he put it. So I think it was what Solar Three and Solar Five that had. I'm sorry, Solar Three. Yep. Yeah, I think it was the two issues, Solar Three and Solar Five, that were sold. Originally by Janet Jackson or JJ Jackson, however you you know associate her with Valiant, she had those in her collection. So they were sold originally to one gentleman. He, you know, he goes by Chain and Ball on the VF board. His name's Brian, and he decided to sell them. And yeah, I think they went for together over forty four hundred. I think one went for like twenty seven. The other went for like these are one of a kinds. Yeah, they were the typical prototypes of the gold foil program that Valiant. Started back in 91, 92. So now that more uh, Valiant uh, collectors are coming on board or more people are are keeping an eye on Valiant, um, now there's talk uh, today about the uh, the Hong Kong editions, what these Panini produced. I, I like Panini, especially Tim Hortons has a good Panini. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Bacon, Panini, yeah, that's really good. Bacon. I'm buying you time just to buy you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess you know, as Justin's looking that up, circling back to what you were talking about, Dwan, it's you know what what are what are those chase books, uh, and uh, how are how are they getting a, a hold of them? I don't know. Yeah, you know, we talked about in the past, uh, I think the last episode or maybe two episodes ago about the seller in California who had a lot of the rare books, and we were kind of hesitant on them and I, I i think it's important for our listeners to learn like i i went and purchased a book off of that seller i took a chance um and it was actually off of dinesh's tweet that kind of got me to say well maybe this is legit let me go ahead and splurge i got the right price for it oh yeah like, well, when this hmm? oh sorry Dwan. i was just gonna say when this seller came on the scene he had no feedback or he or she had no feedback and they came on the scene with some hot books, and it's uh, of course there were a lot of people that were skeptical. And once uh, once feedback started uh, uh, coming through on their account, and people started saying, "Yeah, I, I got this hot book," I don't. And the seller just kept unloading these rarities. It's legit. Right? Yeah. Because because uh, it's it's scary too. I mean, granted, eBay has the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the refund policies and so forth, but boy, if you're taking a risk on a hot, uh, high price book, someone can come out and say that they have a one in forty attorney number one, like that uh, that one that was put online for uh, what six hundred forty bucks. Buy it now. Yeah, yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. There, there could be some unscrupulous people out there that say, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm going to throw one out there." The comic books that we're talking about, the Hong Kong edition, there were six. And they were all in Chinese translations. So there was Bloodshot, Zero, Exo, Zero, Ninjak, One, Shadow Man, Zero, Dr. Mirage, Number One, and Solar, Five. You know, I'd never even heard of these. Are these on the Valiant database? Do we have... 
No, they're on have... the Valiant database. Um, okay, so... I'm going to send you, gentlemen, a picture. I don't know if I've ever seen pictures of these. Probably I'm not, not. sure. Are these older? This is VH1? Yeah. So there you go. I'll just put it in our uh, Discord channel. And these are the only six. And I I know a person that's had that's amassed five of the six. So it's more stuff to collect. Wow, that's quite a feat. Yeah, yeah, these are these are more unicorns out there. Yeah. I've never It's not a it's not a unicorn if there's a lot of unicorns. <laughs> Rainbow unicorn, it's like one, maybe two. They have to breed, right? So, no, I'm just joking, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that solar looks good. The solar That's look, the... does look good, and they're oversized. They're not the, you know, six and three quarter by ten and a half. These are all oversized. Um, they're a little bit bigger. So that the solar is the first doctor. Um, I mean, the Toyo Harada, right? Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Is that three? Yeah, that is three. I said five. I'm sorry. Nice book. Are people unloading them? Like, there's a seller that's unloading. People are selling, you know? Oh. Yeah. Is it like that every year, guys? Uh, Yeah. I I would say at least past couple years, um, there were some uh, particular books. Matter of fact, um, we're coming up nearly on the year, year anniversary where the Bloodshot Platt Pink and a bloodshot uh, plat um, were 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 put up. Ooh, that bloodshot looks good. Damn. Yeah, those were sold nearly a year ago, and that was right before Christmas. There was a lot of stuff coming up. And matter of fact, what Zero put a lot of uh, stuff up for sale um, just a couple days ago, and I think he came in. Gosh, what was the final figure? Did he twenty three or twenty seven hundred? I can't remember. Yeah. For for what book? Well, it was a, a whole collection of things. It was, well, first of all, it was one of the Joe Casada commissioned Exo Manowar statues that sold for six forty nine, And it was one oh, of Oh, that the, was nice. Oh, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it was a Turok medical kit with a little blood vial sold for 77 The Turok um, raptor claw. I can't remember. That was a few one. hundred. Yeah, yeah. I think it was about four. I've got them all. Because it came in, it came in the crate like a wood crate. Yeah. I mean, all, all, and he sold some penguins. Some of the valiant fans that John Rosas out of New York put together some of the penguins, and one (laughs) set sold for over six hundred. And I mean, he just these are a lot of. Oh, he did a he sold a plaque that valiant was sold to a claim for forty million, and it sold for like four or five hundred bucks. 330 bucks. Yeah, and it's just a plaque. Yeah, just the plaque. And then with the first aid kit and the water bottle, both sold for 77 a piece. Yep. Those Chuck T's, 225 well, when those And a bag of... Two years ago or three years ago, they were over 200 to order a pair anyway. Gosh. And they only did 30... And those were all hand-painted. And they only did 30 sets of them. Some that goes items. back to what you said, Jim. You know, if you wait long enough, people will unload this stuff. Oh, when yeah. You said that. Be patient and they'll unload it. Eventually, people get tired of uh, you know looking at the item or they, they've gotten their joy out of them. And um, they feel that it's time to unload, at, hopefully at a profit. And you know, I, I would say the Bloodshot Platts, definitely. Bloodshot Pink, uh, it seems like every time it passes hands... People are making a profit, and uh, hopefully for zero, uh, he was able to uh, to turn up a good profit with these these items, more than what would have happened six seven years ago. Yeah, the, the bag of Valiant uh, birthday balloons, twenty seven bucks. Did you see that? Yeah, the <laughs> for a bag of balloons. Open bag of balloons. I, have I saw that. Like, what the hell is he saying? With my, what, yeah. what is this? Balloons? Yep, sure do. And I wouldn't sell my unopened bag of yeah, that, if you that added two zero. Exo statue. Incredible. Six hundred and seventy five bucks. Incredible. I've got a package of those unopened balloons also. 
for the 30th anniversary, you? and I would not sell it if somebody put two zeros behind it. So what he sold his for for 27 I would not sell mine for 2700 because of who I got, how I got them. So. Wow. Well, do you want to tell the story, or do you just want to let that go? No. <laughs> how I got them was, um, so Seaborn Adamson was the official Valiant archivist, and he had done the Valiant Continuity Bible. Well, before Valiant was sold to a claim, he was killed in a car wreck. Mm. And his wife, or his widow, her name is Connie, and they had a little daughter named Amelie. A-M-E-L-I-A. Amelie. Um, it's not Amelia, it's... I can't recall. I haven't talked to her in like four years. A million or something like that? Yeah. Anyway, so I contacted his wife, Connie. She has since remarried, and she has a, a son with her with her new husband. And she sent, after I had done a little interview with her uh, and continued the project that Seaborn had started, um, she had sent me a little care package. Well, he had solicited the Valiant Continuity Bible in Comic Buyer's Guide for a few months and it was this little 8-bit cell of art and that was what the image was plus the write-up so she had sent me the original art that was scanned for that she sent me the package of balloons she had sent me some letters and correspondence from um, some folks at Valiant that were for Seaborn you know that said yeah we would love to have you come in and do this it would be a great piece of material for our staff so they could read a one-page synopsis. So I have literally a shoebox, or a little bit bigger. You could fit an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper in a flat. So like what you could get a ream of paper in, but if you're to stack two or three up, I have a, a box that size full of things that ha- that just happen to be Seaborns before he, you know, before his wife threw it away, essentially. So. And, she still lives in the same house in Georgia, and that's how I found it. So, wow. that's how I have my package of balloons. They're from the original Valiant archivist, and again, I wouldn't sell them for anything. Sentimental, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't sell them. I well, mean, I never will. No. Just some of the things that she had just sent me. You know, I spoke with her on the phone a, a few times. 10 years ago, and she had sent me a little care package of some things that would mean something to us Valiant collectors that knew the history of Seaborn that, uh, you know, I'm happy she didn't throw away. I'm happy she was able to uh, share those and, you know, they'll remain loved and in my collection till I die. Yeah. Great story, Justin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't have given to you if she wouldn't have given them to anybody if she didn't know that somebody really wanted them and cared about them. And yeah, you, you just can't sell that to a collector. That's, you know, we talk about collecting Valiant. That's not collecting Valiant. That's collecting Valiant to another level. It just got idea. really deep. <laughs> so group hug. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't sell my package of balloons are from the Seaborn Adamson collection. So, I mean, it's like if, you got something that Jim Shooter actually penciled for Magnus five or six, you know, or Barry Windsor Smith's art to bloodshot number one. Yeah. Gosh. How much did that go for? Did we see that? That Barry was 24 K 22 or 24,000. 22. Yeah. Something like that. So it was like the conceptual, like for people to know. Yeah. It was, there was like the original, Sketch and ink art? It was the cover before the chromium was applied to it. So it was just a damn near, it was just a character floating in air. There was no detail to it or anything, but it was the first chromium cover. But didn't, it, didn't, they, have the, they, didn't they have the sketch art too? Like he sketched out for that cover and then the actual cover also. I think so. So you can see where like he sketched it. From what you guys sent me, it looked like there was three pictures. I remember one of the pictures were was um, like sketch of what he wanted the cover to look like, and then the original art 
that was eight or whatnot. I'm seeing if I can pull up the if I can find the heritage auction real quick. I can't remember. We share so many damn auctions and uh, <laughs> photos that we all know we've seen it, but we can't recall. It could have been two weeks ago. I don't know. <laughs> Yes. And, wh- and while you're looking for it, like we probably need to uh, probably need to um, on our Twitter page or on the uh, podcast page put these uh, Hong Kong covers yeah. out so people could see them. Oh yeah, it doesn't oh. it doesn't do us any good to just look at them ourselves. Yeah, when I edit this podcast next week, I'll put them up when we release the podcast. And so nice. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna blow my nose real fast. I'm getting congested too. Thanks, Jim. All the oh, goats, man. all the damn goats. I'm in California right now. There's wildfires <laughs> that are running rampant real, real close to me. Um, yeah, fire goats, fire goats. Yeah, I can't shake this crud. How do you have? See, this is what I understand. How do you guys have crud? Like I touch literally every other night. I touch basketballs and sweaty <laughs> players, and a whistle in my mouth, out my mouth. Yeah, I never yeah. get sick. I'm lucky if I get sick once a year. I never get sick. And I, I went to um, get my laptop fixed, and I talked to a guy who had a cough, and it wasn't an hour later I started coughing. It came with a sore throat first, and then it just grew. Like, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what my wife's theory on it is? She says, the longer you're breastfed, the more likely you won't get sick. Okay. I, I, was, I was a Similac baby, so. But I don't get sick too much, I guess because I eat dirt all the time so. <laughs> you played and got dirty when you were a kid no my mom protected me but as i got older i liked to play in the dirt so i kind of got it later yeah i was a late bloomer <laughs> a late bloomer so what were we were talking about you you had to blow your nose justin i did it's all like coke i mean um <laughs> uh, it's, it's pepsi it's pepsi <laughs> <laughs> Why do people listen to us? <laughs> we accept care packages if they have checks for twenty three or twenty five cents. We'll take fractions mm-hmm. of Bitcoin, and uh, Red Vine Licorice does it for me too. So, why don't we do that? If you send us Red Vine Licorice and fractions of Bitcoin, we will send you a book out of our collection. Guinness and coupons will- are also accepted. Guinness coupons. Yeah, yep. Guinness coupons. Amazon or Comixology gift cards are, are welcome. Yeah. Uh, you can send me glitter coupons. I will forward them to my friend Ronnie Baird. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to start recording a new Magic Dough commercial now. Magic Dough. <laughs> if you're lonely on your Christmas break, <laughs> you need some companionship. Magic Dough. Magic Dough. If your car breaks down right in front of the strip joint, <laughs> that's magic, though. <laughs> oh, Sparky's going to have a field day on this. Oh, let's get good. Let's keep it going before we get derailed, please. Uh, so, speaking of um, listeners, we have two new reviews on the American iTunes. So, I just want to read those real fast. So, November 11th, 2017, uh, user Blitz said, outstanding podcast, very well done. I've been a lifelong Valiant fan and very much appreciate the renewed interest in Valiant Comics. These three gentlemen, and then I'm going to put air quotes, they don't know us very well. Um, they don't. Present a fun and entertaining look into the world of collecting Valiant. Thanks for what you do. Look forward to your future broadcasts. Stay Valiant. And then um, the review we got on November 16th was from Mega Phillip. A five-star review. I've been a regular comic reader since the early 2000s, but only been a Valiant fan for the last few years. And then he put in parentheses, jumped in due to Lemire and Kent's The Valiant. But nearly everything I've read from them has been top-notch. Listening to the podcast, it's been fun to listen to super fans and get some of the history, but also great to get some tips on collecting and collecting to sell. And... He titled it The Aspirational Five Stars, and he said The Aspirational Five Stars is due to occasionally poor sound quality. And then he said, here's my haiku. Valiant is real dope, divinity is the best, and also bloodshot. And so, um, 
Mega Philip. I'm sorry for the poor, poor quality. Um, I live on a farm and I get like two megabit per second internet because I'm still fighting with Comcast to come out. But hopefully, very soon, you know, Jim upgraded his headphones and microphone. And um, so hopefully the sound quality has gotten better since your last review. So thank you for that. It sounds like we got a we got a lifelong Valiant fan there. Yeah. If you if you whittle down to our podcast, you, you're really whittling <laughs> down to some oh bottom of the barrel stuff. So thank you. And then, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jim, you and I talked about the rice skateboard that uh, Ruben Najera had uh, had done. Well, he emailed us too, and this was back in September, and we've had a few. Um, shows since then but i just wanted to read his email real fast and what i'll do is i'll reach out to him and maybe we'll get him on the next episode so he said hey guys love the show that's the subject of the email he goes hey guys my name's ruben nigeria i have the pro skateboard model with six stars and valiant just wanted to let you guys know i'm actually a fan of the podcast show and i have never missed an episode on itunes and it was a cool, unexpected surprise to hear you guys talk about my skateboard on the most recent episode. Super cool. I'm thankful for the love and support. I truly am. If you guys are ever up to have me chime in on an episode and talk Valiant or talk a little about the board, I'd be honored. Much love and keep up the fantastic work, Ruben. So, um, you know, I think after this, after the holidays in the new year, we'll... Uh, plan for a, a night and we'll invite him on so he can kind of tell us a little bit about how he got involved in it and if you look at his instagram page he's a an avid comic collector so it'd be really cool to hear what he's reading what he's enjoying from you know every publisher so have you call our intern yeah have him call our intern oh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll hook all this up <laughs> <laughs> we'll have our guy reach out to your guy and that's great Great feedback. Yeah, so it's really cool, you know. Um, we just three guys that like each other's company and can hang out, drink beers, talk comics, talk life. We're you know we're three brothers from three three different mothers, and you know we're we're just happy to you guys will listen to us just ramble. So that's right, the three immortal brothers. Yep. That's right, and damn it, and both of you guys have the. The, the snowboards, right? Yeah. The skateboards, yeah. Yep. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> In Ohio, I mean, you can use them for both, right? You take the trucks off, the wheels off, you use the snowboard. True. Damn it. I may have to try a skateboard snowboarding one of these days. Let's see. <laughs> have your life insurance policy. Work. I was going to say... Go ahead and wheel that collection to us. We'll, we'll, we'll handle it just fine. I think it's going to end up with uh, a broken wrists and probably concussions, and yeah, probably won't get down the down the slopes very far. Sounds fun. Speaking of that, if something happens to me, my wife would not know what to do with my comic books. So you two jokers, you get my collection. I'm serious. That's a whole gonna, new segment, man. Yeah, it oh. is, but Don't I'm just saying. Put on the court, you know. Oh, it's gonna it happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm just saying. I want it on record. Where's my attorney at? I need my attorney to say these two guys get my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife would be like, "Please take these suckers." <laughs> She's like, "Give me a hundred dollars. You could take them all." That's my uh-huh. wife. God bless you so. Uh, you know, significant others you can't live, you know, with them, and you can't kill them. Can't live, can't kill them. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's not worth it. I thought it was I'm customary by... for every comic book fan to be buried in a pyramid so they could be buried with their collections. Nope. Because then the grave robbers take it. I'd rather you guys have it than the grave robbers. <laughs> No, what they did that's what they did with the pyramids, right? Like they buried all the gold with them and the grave robbers come in and take it. And don't waste your time. I don't want nothing. Bury me butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> the smite's just gonna take it from me. <laughs> Bury me butt naked. Let's keep the party going. 
I'm derailing this again. Again. Oh, Sorry. No, I'm, so yeah, I'm kind of fading. And you know, can I tell my grandpa story? Can I tell my grandpa yeah. story? Yeah, yeah. So the seller that has all the wonderful books, I wanted to get the grandpa book from. What is it, guys? Is it, it was it the Shadow Man? Is it thirteen? Five. Five. <sighs> one in twenty-five. No, it's a Correct. one in one twenty-five. One in one twenty-five. Same difference. Yes. <laughs> one in one twenty-five. <laughs> There's a Lion big price difference on some of those books between a hundred and a, and a twenty. I know, damn it. And that's one book I I didn't know it was on my like bucket list until I saw it, and I'm like, damn it. So after I bought the Britannia three, one in fifty signed book, Peter that was my Cunio? test book. Hmm? By Peter Cunio. Yes, that's the book I bought. That was my test book. Came in wonderful. So I said, the seller's legit to me. So I went for grandpa. And I happened to be working a basketball game when the auction was ending. And uh, I lost out by like 10 bucks on the auction. I thought and it I don't was two, man. It might have been, damn it. But uh, I don't know if I'll ever get that book again, you know, it, or without without paying a ridiculous amount of money. But um, that's the book I wanted. That was that was one of my sexy books. And I, I wish I, I would have missed. known that you were after that book because I would have watched it yep. and put in a bid for you. Me too. I appreciate it, guys. I didn't know. It just shows you how when you work so hard in your mind, you know, they tell you when you work so hard and you, and you get tired, the first thing that goes is your mind. And that definitely happens on like the basketball court or when you referee. It's like, you know, you work Thursday night, Friday night. Saturday night, Sunday night. So the, the auction ended Sunday and I was kaput. So I just got in my car and I was like, let me find a place to get something to eat and get some liquids in me and just go somewhere and lay down. Right. And then the auction ended and I lost it by, yeah, you're right, Justin. I lost it by a few bucks. It was like two fifty. So, it was less than three bucks what you lost it to. Yeah, it was. <sighs> well, I'll be interested to see how this person's shipping is when I get my book, so. Now I'll, I'll tell you. I won't tell it on the podcast. I don't want to. But I, when we get done recording, I'll tell you how they shipped it. It's not as good as your shipping, Justin. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Well. Well, right on. Ooh. I'm about ready to get some food. It's it's seven thirty here in California. All right, guys. Well, if I don't see you. Whatever religion you are, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, (laughs) Mazel Tov. Can we have eggnog while we record? Hell yeah, it better be spiked eggnog too, not just the shit from the grocery store. It's obligatory. Pennsylvania Dutch, that's what I drink. Nice. Mm. Let's do it, guys. I think that'd be really cool. We need a guess. All right, guys. I love you guys. Love you too, gentlemen. Right back at you guys. And I'm going to go get some dinner and get after some work. So Take care. <laughs> oh, man, you still have to work after this? Oh, I've got a presentation tomorrow, and then I've got a presentation with the C-level execs on Friday. I'm trying to... Uh, good luck with that. Yeah, well, good luck, man. Yeah. I got to go, guys. I'm going to get in trouble. All right. I'll, I'll oh. you guys later. Have a good night, guys. All right, guys. Take care. Fun as always. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. See ya.
we're like the um, Bloomberg News or like the Brit Bart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't coming with Scott Dog. We don't know any more than anybody else does. Damn it. Well, what we do know is that the prices are fucking through the roof. Right? So. What's that one book um, that I just sent? The the Eternity one? In 40? Yeah. Jesus, what a crazy asking price of, what, 649? <laughs> it's not even slabbed. If it was like a 10.0 or a 9.9, I could see it getting 649. But damn. That's someone just throwing a number out there to see if it'll stick. You know, see if it, you know, totally something will bite. Man. Well, let's do a comparison, like a slabbed. Somebody selling the slab, 9.8, Divinity number one, one in 40 um, for 699. Yeah. And this is a raw copy of Eternity one in 40 for 649. We, we really don't know how many truly are out there. We have a guess, but we really don't know. Well, I mean, even. The Eternal Warrior number five, David Mack, one in fifty, just sold for five ten two days ago or three days ago. <laughs> and that's I crazy. could see that one. I could see that one. I had three copies of that at one time. <laughs> now, Jim, is it snowing up there? Not yet, but they are saying what three to six inches. I think Saturday, or I'm sorry, four to six inches. I think on Saturday. Yeah. I've got some projects up there for J-O-B. No so, kidding. Yeah, so when, I, when I've got some projects up there, I'm like, I know somebody that lives up there. And my wife's from there, too, so. Oh, really? Well, yeah. um, are, the, are the projects uh, just, are, are they coming up there short? Or are you, are you going to be up here for a little while because I'll be I'll be out of town for a few weeks I'm actually going back to Colorado uh, Friday night and but if you're up in this area yeah it'd be cool to meet up with you up here if possible yeah it's it's normally in the summer because we deal with construction projects so oh okay uh, yeah so normally we get up there in the summer and the just, gotcha yeah this time of the year we just Projects are either winding down or they're like partially completed. So, but oh, we, we deal with some projects in Summit County. Yeah, well, we'll get it to work. Just let me know. Just let me know when you're up here, and and we'll we'll figure it out. I sure will. I sure yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> What's ailing you right now? You you said. Uh, let me look. The knee. Uh, the, knee. the knee. What happened? Yeah, I had a. Uh, a, a and I'm congested. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. No, I had a, uh, a boys basketball game last night, and uh, it went to overtime. And boys like to rip and run down the court, so my knee was kicking my butt today. So I took the day off to kind of ice it and get it together because I've got a big one on Friday, got a big one on Saturday, I got a couple on Saturday. So yeah, it's gonna be hurting. We're getting on. Yeah, I don't know how many years I have left on the on the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rough. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you're doing this, is your wife going out shopping? What what is she up to? <laughs> She's spending all this uh, money you're making. My lovely wife. <laughs> she wants no parts to do with my officiating. She just says it doesn't take that long to officiate a game, and I'm like, well, we went to overtime, so. <sighs> She, she yeah. doesn't come to these games and cheer you on. Is she the one cheering for the ref? <laughs> nah, she tried. If I ask, she comes out, but she, I don't really think she has an interest in it. You know, yeah. sometimes when I do like games where I'm like at a university or something, she kind of gets excited and she'll come out and watch. And she loves to take pictures. You know, she's a child of the internet, the face to gram and the. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> she likes the social media, so she'll take pictures. But though the day-to-day grind, she's not there. She stays at home and she gets on her computer and calls patients. And I'm, I just watched The Punisher today on my day off, man. This thing is crazy. Did you binge it? The whole thing? Yeah, yep. Pretty much. I'm like halfway through episode two. 
So is it worth it? I mean, it wasn't bad. It's okay. slow at first. It's yeah, like it, uh, it has a slow build, and then yeah. I mean, I I just finished it Sunday night, and I was watching like half to three quarters of an episode at a time, just in between laundry or you know my wife would be playing a video game on Saturday, so I'd be laying on the bed watching it for a little bit, you know. And uh, so it took me like ten days to watch it. Oh wow. I, I thought it was really good. I liked it better than Daredevil 1 and 2. Um, Whoa. I liked it better than Iron Fist. Still, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are my favorite um, because they touch on a, some very sensitive subjects, you know, like Black Lives Matter, police brutality, rape, and The Punisher. Yeah. You know, it had its own, like, PTSD issues and how we treat soldiers when they come back from modern warfare. And it's been that way ever since Vietnam. You know, we just kind of yeah. take them for granted. But I, I really enjoyed. It's probably in my top four. So, yeah. And if you like violence, like it takes violence to another level to me. Like stuff you would normally say, okay, the violence they're going to cut from it, or they're going to move on to another scene. It's like no, it's straight Punisher. Like, is, is there a lot of blood? It doesn't hold back. No. I don't want to say it is blood at certain scenes, but just the the violence of it, it's very violent. Very, very violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's authentic. It's very authentic. Yeah, I mean, well, authentic to a point, but... You know, I mean, authentic for the character. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, any mortal man that gets stabbed and shot a thousand times in the course of ten episodes, twelve episodes, they're not going to be like chipper and you know running down an alley later. But I mean, and I didn't really know how I'd I'd like John Barenthal as the Punisher, even though he was in Daredevil too. Yeah. They split the time with him and Elektra, you know, and we just saw parts of it. I mean, we saw the entire series, but we, we you know they shared the screen time between the two. And you get a lot more backstory, and you know he goes through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And I like how they they really made the PTSD really prominent. Where I think they could have skipped over it, but they made a point to make that prominent in in the series. So yeah, that was interesting. I mean, it, problem it's a, a nationwide problem, and people don't understand it. But I think they they touched on the subject very well. So nice. Keep watching it, Jim. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get back on that for sure. Yeah, maybe I'll do like an hour a night or something when I'm back in Colorado. It's like a potato chip; you just can't do an hour. I know, right? That was Stranger <laughs> Things for me, man. Oh, I couldn't put it down. We, really? We stretched that out. We watched one episode a night, and it well, was hard because I really wanted to see more. But, you <laughs> the know, control. Yeah, both both seasons of Stranger Things were phenomenal. All the little homages and throwbacks, like. You know, Sean Astin in season two saying, oh, is man. it a treasure map? You know, <laughs> made me think of Goonies. And, yeah. I mean, there were some awesome little things. Rocky Road. <laughs> right? That's, what <laughs> That's what I remember from Goonies. Rocky yeah. Road. <laughs> well, that, that kid in, in the Stranger Things, Dustin, man, he, he was awesome. Like... You know, I need my paddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, they're, and the, all those kids are very talented actors for being, you know, like 13. So. Yeah. You guys got to make me want to watch it. Okay, I know. Have you seen it? I saw oh. it on the Netflix today, and I was like, I need to watch that. Because it's oh. like Stranger Things, and there's like another one like Stranger Beyond Stranger Things yeah so, so you haven't seen either no oh, oh man I thought you did oh yeah, okay I'll, yeah you need to watch you need up. to bench watch stat man I don't <laughs> care about spoilers man I don't care whatever <laughs> that's not that serious oh I will not spoil that you will oh you'll love it you'll love it and I'll watch it with the wife yeah yeah, you definitely should. You, should. you guys should. When you have, you know, some you time and you're not throwing hip, you should, you know, watch an episode of that or something. <laughs> <laughs> throwing hip. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just an honest, simple man. <laughs> That's so cruel. <laughs> I, I tell my wife that. I'm like, babe, 
Are you home? She's like, yeah. I go, I'm headed home. We're going to throw some hip. I need, I need, some <laughs> need my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. I figured at my age, I've pretty much heard it all, but I had never heard it. Dude, it. I, I shit you not. I walked into my office one day, and I've done this like the last three offices I've worked at. And, you know, they're, hey, how's your weekend, Justin? So I'm standing up. I'm like, ah, I hold my back, you know, I'm like, oh, man, my back. And they're like, what happened this weekend? You know, farming, this, that. I go, nah, man, gave it good to my wife, threw my hip out. (laughs) They're like, what? And I go, I was throwing hip, man. Come on, get with it. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. That's what happens when you're the man in charge. You can say stuff like that. This will show up on the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you guys listened to the last one, I didn't cut out much. No, you did not. I cut out what we talked about with the Valiant versus the, um, or Ninjak versus the Valiant U. But I left in the Jerry Manthe with Brian. I left in, you know, I I did. I left in, I cleaned it up, took out some of the spots that had, you know, like five seconds of dead air. And then, uh, you know, I listened to it like twice before I published it, and I, I did. I, I saved. You know, I have the full recording still, and maybe someday we'll do the clip of the Valiant versus, you know, Ninjak versus the VU after you know it comes out if it comes out. Yeah. And, uh, but no, I mean, we recorded for like two hours and two minutes, and it ended up being like a an hour and fifty four minutes. So, I mean, I didn't cut much out. Nice. Yeah, I mean, we finally caught our groove on our podcast and just talking and, you know, hanging out. And I like to keep that flow going. And so, and I really, I'm excited to add the, you know, JC spec corner or whatever you want to call it to it. (laughs) Yeah. It'll probably take a couple runs. Yeah. The JC's analytics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It'll take a couple runs till I get comfortable and so forth and have an idea of a, like a soundbite, but I've got the data and uh, I'm just hoping to to uh, throw that out there for the conversation and see what you guys think. And uh, I guess I we can roll with it month to month or, yeah. I think it's important to share that. So. Yeah, because, man, that's that, – there's just some startling figures. And especially – well, like last month, there were eight uh, – seven titles re- released. Yeah. Seven titles had one in 50 variants. <laughs> Every title released last – Last month, had fucking ridiculous. And, yeah, so we'll, well, we could talk about that um, when we're ready to record and stuff, or that that section, I guess. Whenever you guys want to do that, but I'm up for just uh, freestyling. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about the uh, Valiant fans. Uh, I don't know if you guys checked it today, but Jesse brought up a uh, a series of variants I'd never heard of, the Hong Kong variants. Oh yeah, there were five different covers. Yeah, they're they're not really variants. Well, not var- not variants. Yeah, it's just but, um, you know, Panini. Well, how about we do this? Yeah. Do you want to start the episode and we can talk about that first? If you guys want to, because I'm feeling like I still have that congestion, and if you guys want to go ahead and roll, um, I'll bring that up uh, after. Uh, if you guys have something else to start with, then uh, I can bring up those the Hong Kong variant the Hong Kong editions. And if you want to expound on it, cause I mean, you, you know, you're, you're the, the valiant nut, man, you, you know, it all. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'd go that far, but I mean, yeah, there were five different, uh, what, why don't you, I need to get some more water out of the sink. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, so, yeah, I'm going to fill up too. Give me, give me, uh, give me one minute. I'll be back. Yeah, Give uh, me a second too. I got to go to the potty. All right. Cool. You know, what? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do a uh, potty and water. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Cool. So we'll be back right. together in like two minutes or so. Perfect. Yep. All, right. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Hello, hello, hello. 